yes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining us today. I've been soliciting some feedback from a few people who I know listen to this podcast. And again, I ask if you are so inclined to shoot me an email with any thoughts, ideas, criticisms. Uh, I always include my email in the show notes. But one piece of advice I got, which I thought was very helpful, was to include a call to action, which made a lot of sense to me. I try to point out problems so we can be better informed to fix them, but I have been leaving out some sort of tangible task that can be performed if you're so inclined to do your part to try to help move the needle, right? So sometimes conversations aren't enough or don't work quickly enough. So as I'm going through the topics that we've discussed on this podcast, I'm discovering there's a common thread that not only ties them together, but also ties into a single call to action. So instead of me telling you to call your senator or your state rep or to write a letter to your school board, I'm going to try to make things very simple for you. I have narrowed down all of the action steps from all of my podcasts to one simple task reject bad ideas. The brilliance is in its simplicity. So thanks very much for joining us today. No, I'm just kidding. You know brevity is not my strong suit. So let's get into what I mean by bad ideas. A bad idea is an idea that contains some aspect that is not true. Very simple. We will need to establish some ground rules here for those listening at home who are yelling at their speaker right now because they think there can be multiple truths. There is only one truth. Something that can be backed up by object reality is true. People can have their own perceptions and their own experiences, absolutely. But there is only one truth. For example, the earth is round. True. Now the flat earthers of the world may have a different perception. They may have some sort of different experience, but the earth is round because it matches up with object reality. When I am sailing out on the open ocean, I can't see an infinite horizon. My radar cannot detect things past 26 miles because of the curvature of the Earth, right? If the Earth was flat, then you could take a high-powered telescope, sit on a beach in Cape Cod, look due east, and you'd see the coast of Portugal. But if you actually did that, you would just see the sky. Bad ideas are ideas that contain some aspect that is not true, right? Some aspect that does not correspond to reality. Bad ideas, or another way to look at it, ideas that are false, cannot lead to anything but failure and suffering. I've been trying to point out that the suffering that we are all feeling is a result of the bad ideas. So it is imperative that we identify any of those bad ideas, those false ideas, and believe in the things we know to be true. We must consider, evaluate, judge, and reject any and all bad ideas. I've been trying to give you some tools to help identify those bad ideas, but the thing that I've identified uh, that's absolutely necessary in addition to identifying them is the rejection of them no matter what. That is the action step that will help humanity the most and the quickest. This has to become a non-negotiable hard line in the sand. Identifying the false is generally easier than confidently identifying what is precisely exactly true. 
That's because it's easy to find evidence that contradicts a claim and therefore falsify it, right? Remember what Sherlock Holmes said? First, you rule out the impossible. Then whatever is left, no matter how improbable, is the truth. But it takes work. You know, you must think. You got to unpack ideas. And this involves asking a lot of questions. When you have stripped away the false, then you can more easily see the truth. The reason false ideas are so dangerous is because they affect our thinking, our core values, our choices we make. So just think about that for a second. If false ideas affect the way we live our lives, so these fundamental ideas that, if false, lead to many downstream ideas that are also false. Let me put it through the facts versus rhetoric blunt machine. If the way you live your life is predicated on bad ideas that are false, everything you do, say, think after that will also be false. Fuck that noise. I want to spread truths. I have an ego that will not tolerate false ideas. We have one life to live, people. Let's start striving for truth, logic, and rational thought. Speaking of logic, very important. Logic will serve you every single time you're smart enough and you remember to use it. Because to be logical is to be rational. Logic teaches us not to get burned by fire. Ouch, that was fucking hot. I'm not going to do that again. Logic teaches us not to give people who constantly lie to us the benefit of the doubt. Logic teaches us which bathroom to use depending on what sex we are. We just look between our legs. Do I have an innie? Do I have an outie? Has logic ever failed you if you applied it consistently? When our human consciousness functions, it uses reason and logic. Logic is always your friend. Nothing about following logic undermines the values of emotions. It just simply means we don't use the emotions as our means to, to gain knowledge. We don't use emotions to justify doing something that goes against the logic. We covered mysticism briefly in the altruism episode, and, and I missed an opportunity to properly relate mysticism correctly. Mysticism is not all about God and church, as I narrowly defined it earlier. More broadly speaking, mysticism is the concept of believing things without reasons. This blind faith is dangerous. And I was trying to point that out because if someone has a tendency to not require reasons, then they can be fooled into believing almost anything on fucking any topic, right? A logical fallacy will be easy to be convinced of, especially when it appeals to your emotions and to that part of your brain and your body that you want to be a good person. Not only is mysticism the practice of believing in things without reasons, but even worse, it's the suspension of your faculty of reason in judging if something is true or false. Does that make sense? And that amounts to the destruction of your capability for knowledge. It will, right? So it will undermine your capacity for certainty. The people who are caught up in this mysticism, to them, anything can be true, right? No matter how absurd, no matter how much it contradicts the directly perceived facts of reality. 
Men can get pregnant. Men can breastfeed. There's six billion types of gender. I have a full head of hair. The appeal of this idea is that you get to believe in anything you're told to believe in or anything everyone else believes in. And for those who wish to mislead you, dupe you, con you, mysticism is the fucking golden ticket because you can tell any lie and your victim will not be able to identify the lies, right? Because they don't require reasons, uh, proof, evidence. This was the point I was trying to make in the podcast about the trans movement. I'm not worried about the handful of trans people who want to dress or act a certain way. I couldn't give less of a shit. The thing we should all be worried about is when the bad actors have us believing in shit that is simply not true. The sky is the limit when there are no rules, no reasons, no fucking evidence required. That is not real life, right? That's, that's Mr. Rogers' fucking neighborhood of, uh, of make-believe shit. But instead of Mr. Rogers reading children's stories, he's putting on a gay drag show for kindergartners. Can you see how dangerous this is? Once they sell you on what to believe, no matter how false it is, they can convince you of anything. And you will not have the tools to ever get out of that nightmare. It's like every day's Halloween. You know, you, you get to be whatever you want, but like forever. Think how difficult that would make it to navigate society, to raise your children, to stay sane. To be a mystic is to remove yourself from all rational debate about an idea. If you are happy to accept things as true without reasons, then what reasons would persuade you of truth in a competing argument? Does that make sense, right? If you don't believe in any truths, how the hell can anybody change your mind? How can you evaluate the logical strength of every, any evidence if you actually choose to look at it? How can you explain your belief in terms another person could possibly understand? How can you even weigh up your belief with an opposing one? You have already abandoned reason, so you have no means to compare one idea with another other than, hey, how it makes you feel. I... I hope I'm painting the picture on how dangerous this is because without reason, you're just, you're, you're rudderless. Your kids are fucking helpless and they'll fall prey to everything because they lack the skills to not get into strangers' vans in exchange for some fucking rainbow candy. You cannot possibly know what is real or what is true or how to know anything or, or what kind of crazy shit's going to happen next. Being a mystic also gets you ready for some good old-fashioned mind control, right? Mind control is simply planting ideas into the heads of those who don't put any effort in to scrutinize the ideas they hear and then either reject them or accept them. Mind control is simply feeding ideas into lazy, undiscerning minds. So the call to action is don't be lazy. You can easily be immune from any mind control by first rejecting the false idea of mysticism, demand some reason, then by getting behind the wheel in your own mind, right? Take the, take the fucking keys, drive the bus. Because if you're driving the bus, no one else can. The more evidence you have, the greater your degree of certainty will be. If you have no reasons, then certainty is impossible. 
All you have is this, this blind belief that you must cling on to no matter what. And that's no way to live. All right. To recap, it is absolutely vital to reject bad ideas. Bad ideas that we're referring to are those ideas that contain something that is not true. Some ideas are very powerful because they motivate us and affect our values. Right? Think about the bad ideas that came out of the pandemic that changed the behaviors of billions of people. Think about that. The vaccinated discriminated against the unvaccinated because of a bad idea. The falsehood that somehow they were being put at risk because of somebody else's immunization status. The falsehood that masks worked and prevented the spread of an airborne disease that is so small the mask has no ability to fucking contain it. The falsehood that shutting down of the economy and destroying people's livelihoods was for their protection. The falsehood that we should shut down the schools and keep the kids masked to protect them from something they were essentially immune to. In the name of safety, right? The future leaders of this country, the future parents, the future decision makers of this country are developmentally delayed and are enjoying mental health issues as a result of bad ideas. Just go through my favorite topics on this podcast. Inflation, the government's response to a government-created problem is to do the one thing that caused the fucking problem in the first place. The government spends more money than they steal from the taxpayers. They print more money, inflating away our purchasing power and destroying our quality of life. And their solution to fix an inflation problem, wait for it, more government spending under the guise of the Inflation Reduction Act, student loan forgiveness, and seemingly unlimited monetary aid to Ukraine. We have to identify the bad idea as soon as it's mentioned the first time and overwhelm them with a collective no fucking way. We have to identify in real time that not being transparent about mandating and promoting an experimental gene therapy shot is a bad fucking idea. Accepting the shot without any evidence it works or scientific debate or, I don't know, long-term safety data will go down as one of the biggest what-the-fucks in our generation's history. Bad idea accepted without question. As soon as someone said we have a climate emergency caused by the humans and their CO2 emitted from everything from fucking breathe-in to the energy they use, and that we need to eliminate CO2 at all costs, we should have identified the falsehood that simply going electric will fix the problem. Fossil fuel makes our electricity. Electricity is used to charge our batteries in these cars. So the battery of a battery-powered car is no different than a gas tank in a gas-powered car. And then everything downstream of that decision is, that's built on that false premise is also false and dangerous. Oh yeah, we're going to go all electric cars? Oh, but, but, but you can't charge them right now because we don't have enough capacity in our power grid to charge the current electric cars, let alone, you know, when we force everyone to buy them. As soon as that first politician opened his or her mouth and said that everyone should have been at their office or their house, letting them know there is no way we will stand for that because it's a bad idea and it's based on a lie. The takeaway today 
is to identify bad ideas in real time. Do not let someone get away with a bad idea that contains something false. Start demanding the truth, and if the truth is too hard to find quickly enough, then just start with renouncing the things we know are false. You need to ask your questions, you need to stand your ground, you need to use reason. Do not succumb to mysticism. That's where your critical thinking mind will go to die. Some foolish thing, some little sinful thing I've done. 